today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Advertisers uh, moving away from Facebook, they say. Facebook's lost $70 billion in 10 days. Remember when Facebook started, everybody's going, how are they going to monetize this thing? I guess we know now. It's not a case of selling ads. It's selling data. Uh, are you bolting away from Facebook? And is is it possible? Uh, June Cott is with us, professor in marketing, faculty director, research, Ivy School of Business, Western University, and on the line with us now. June, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate this. Oh, it's my pleasure. So is Facebook on its way out? How concerned would you be if you're an investor? Well, there's two different aspects to that. <laughs> I think the investors are um, should be very concerned because as Facebook clamps down on its privacy, it will, in fact, impact some of the access that advertisers have, which is how they make money. And so investors actually should probably be more worried than consumers. I suspect consumers will stay on the site. They'll be a lot more um, cautious of their privacy settings. You're seeing lots of sharing about how to download the data that Facebook has about you, how to delete it. I don't think they're going to leave Facebook in large numbers, but I think the ability to monetize Facebook is going to be impacted. Uh, are people being too hard on Facebook in the sense that the service that they're getting, what they're paying for it, uh, should they be surprised that this information is being used and sold? They shouldn't be surprised. I think many people are. Uh, you know, it's a, nobody offers services like this for free. And for many years, it's been quite clear that the advertising is what paid for Facebook. Um, I'm not sure people should have expected them to sell the data in this way. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there is a difference between showing the advertising and then taking the data and giving it to somebody else. And I think that's where people feel like Facebook crossed a line. So uh, is this really about Facebook changing policy or is this about educating users? A little bit of both. So if you look at Mark Zuckerberg's final response when he finally got around to actually responding in a Facebook post, he mentioned that they've actually changed this years ago so that this kind of thing actually can't happen anymore. Of course, it's a little bit too late at this point for the data that they lost in in this particular scandal. But it does need to be a consumer education project as well. People need to understand where that data goes, what they're giving permission to. How about what they consume on any one of these social media platforms? Um, Obviously, people are are turning it around, twisting it, some even writing fake news stories about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, is it up to Facebook to police that or is it up to consumers to just make sure they know where they're getting their stuff from? I think it's up to consumers, but you know, Facebook does bear responsibility in some ways for some of these political hacking uh, attempts that were made in the last election mm-hmm. in that they should have been able to flag large sort of troll farm kind of postings. But in reality, it, it's very, not, not to be an apologist for Facebook, but it's very difficult for them to monitor everything posted to the site. It's much more logical to expect a degree of rationality in people who read these things and some questioning is necessary to say, is this real? But some of the more recent scandals, you know, the photoshopped pictures of the women, uh, the woman from the Parkland shooting protests, it's not immediately obvious that they've altered the photograph. And so there, there are some very clever fake news stories out there that consumers um, have to be very careful of. That is just scary once you start, you know, talking about that sort of stuff. But obviously it's here. It's not even that it's the future. Uh, right. What will we have learned from this when it's all over? I would hope that people will have learned to be more careful, more cautious. Um, it's not the, 
it's not an easy solution, but I think we need to stop treating social media like a well-regulated television station, for example. We need mm. to treat it more like rumors and gossip and innuendo where we push back and say, really? Do you have any proof for that? Um, and, and So you and, think we have to view this more like a National Enquirer or a TMZ of the old days? <laughs> well, maybe not that far, but we certainly have to recognize that this is just regular people putting stuff out there or people who have nefarious purposes. Or simply this is everything and it's up for you, it's up to you to decipher what's good and bad. Right, right. Uh, where are the users going if they're quitting and do they not realize that I, I don't know, I'll ask you, don't all social media sites do this? Well, that's just exactly it. I've recently written a case about Twitter, for example, attempting to monetize the site they haven't been able to do it to the same extent as other social media sites. But all social media sites have to make money somehow. They can't just keep improving their site for free. And so I, I really think that while lots of people are angry and some people are leaving or certainly reducing their use of Facebook, I think it's, you know, most people who are thinking about this at all realize, well, what else am I going to use? Am I going to walk away from social media entirely? Or am I going to recognize that other sites are going to do very similar things? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.